everybody, welcome back to the new season of Tailgating with Genius's Lawn Chair Conversations with really smart people about the world of business and everything happening in your world. I am Ken Schmidt, and I am joined as always, as always, by my affable, lovable, very good-looking co-hosts, Mr. Martin Flaherty. Hey, man. And Mr. Lacon Bashua. Hey, Ken. Fellas, what's going on? You feeling good? Definitely. Yeah. World's good. good. Well, the world's okay. I'm feeling good. The world's okay. Uh, and listener note, please note that I'm the only one wearing TWG spirit wear today. TWG yeah. merch. Proud to be the only owner of said merch in the country, but there it is anyway. Hey, there's a lot of changes coming your way in the show this year that we're kind of excited about. We've listened to your input. The shows are going to be a little bit shorter to make it easier for you to hear on your commute uh, back from the kids' carpool or whatever it is that you're coming from. Uh, we've got some incredible, incredible guests lined up for the season that, that I know you're going to love. Uh, Martin, what, what, Martin Flaherty, I should say just by introduction, for those who are not familiar, is my partner and co-founder of Torque Sessions. Torque Sessions is executive training that we do around the world, helping business leaders to make their businesses more competitive, make their customers, employees more loyal, have rock solid working cultures. We have lots of fun together traversing the world. And Lacon, for those who, there's probably somebody in America who doesn't know Lacon right now, is the director of Google Workspaces and probably, not probably, he's the smartest of the three of us. I'm sure you would concur with that, Mr. Flaherty. Oh, yeah. No question about it. Actually, I'll concur with you because over the past year since we've been on break, we've kept this going. We've been having our conversations. And as Ken had said, we've been traversing the world as well. And um, one of the best parts about this year is we're going to be bringing in a collection of folks who are coming at this not from a North American perspective. We're going to be dealing with people who've launched brands, started companies over in the EU, over in Africa, various different uh, countries therein and folks in South America as well, because we've been traveling over there doing our work, but also getting just amazing perspectives. Ken and I were having a conversation about his recent trip to San Francisco and seeing buildings all throughout downtown boarded up and articles about how real estate is being sold at pennies on the dollar. We've also been seeing these massive, massive leadership shifts uh, leadership shifts and changes taking place, various different turds in the punch bowl, various different stupid things being said, and cool, incredibly wonderful things happening. But then we are collectively confused and constantly calling each other up about AI. And who do we call? We call Lacon because the changes we're seeing are blowing our minds. And we've got folks coming on to talk about AI with us and explain all of this as well. No, it's 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 crazy, crazy what's going on. Um, this I've you know in in tech in the last twenty years, I've not seen anything like it. The the excitement, first of all, the rapid change. Like you literally see something and you say, "Hey, here's the new rule." Two weeks later, it's out the door. There's something else. It's just it's amazing what's happening, and it's scary at the same time. Uh, it's it's disruption, it's innovation, um, and a lot of ethical questions all happening at the same time. Uh, we're looking forward to having broader discussions with lots of people who know a lot more about this topic than we do. But um, to me, the exciting part is we're all learning together. It's moving fast, and uh, you know, just hold on to your seats and uh, have fun while it's going on because uh, a lot's happening. I, I, I love, um, especially when it comes to technology, how history seems to repeat itself. 
And the conversations 25, 30 years ago that you were having in boardrooms across the country, whereas he had all these employees, everybody's excited about this new business tool called the internet that we could all tap into. And the people who weren't really excited about it were the people running the businesses. The, you know, the, 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 shall I say, the senior crowd. It's not so much that they were worried about it as a tool. They were worried that everybody else knew more about it than they do. And that makes people uncomfortable. And I'm seeing the exact same thing with AI. Not I'm worried it's going to create monsters that are going to destroy the world. It's, geez, my junior people know more about this than, than I do. And I don't know who to ask, you know, for help. Well, Ken, I'll, you know, I'll throw in another thing. We just saw uh, an, an article popped up today where Dropbox, the, uh, the, the service that all of us basically use, is going to go through a round of layoffs. It's always disappointing mm -hmm. to read that a company is going to do layoffs. It's a challenge. I feel bad for the people. It's an inevitability in business, right? But the twist is one the of twist. the elements about Dropbox saying that they were laying people off was because of AI. They needed to go ahead and restaff themselves getting ready for AI. So now we not only have this like potential, like, oh my God, it's going to come and take our jobs. But Sir, your pizza was late because of AI. AI, AI. So so it's just this dynamic where we we want to get into the 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 down and dirty of using the tool, its potential applications, and <laughs> looking at you, Lacon. But then now we're seeing corporately. It's being used as an excuse or part of a description on like why layoffs are taking place. So um, AI is going to be a primary part of discussion for us directly or inadvertently as, as, we, as we do the show and do our work going forward. Look, I, I'm telling you, it, it will be students that will, that will use it and claim AI ate my, you know, ate my lunch. I think um, anything somebody says, I, you know, like if I were running for president in the future, I'm just going to go ahead and say, you know what? I probably uh -oh. said it. And then I'll blame AI at the end and say, nope, it's a deep fake. I mean, wait till the next election. It's going to be off the chain, right? Like, just imagine what we're going to see this next go around. Um, I, you know, the Pope in the puffer oh, jacket. Listen, dude, the... the you know, Oh, Pope and the puffer jacket is one thing, and we'll get into this later, but um, the RNC just released an advertisement that featured AI-rendered apocalyptic scenes as part of their campaign about what would happen if Biden is elected again. And they have a disclaimer on it, so full credit to them for doing it, but AI is already being used in a presidential scenario. Now, I'm just wondering, as you've been telling us all this time, it's gonna get evil and it's gonna get worse. We'll save the evil worse and hopefully get some betters for later on. Why don't we just, why don't we just flip and let's close this out. Everybody asked us to keep doing what got our attention. Let's end this little teaser for the season we've got coming up with a what's got our attention segment. Can tee it up. What's what got your attention this past year, or maybe? This oh, past I, I will tell you what got my attention this week. What is up with Hallmark cards? Have you bought a greeting card of any kind lately? The That's same about card seven that bucks. this the, exactly that three years ago would be like a buck seventy five is now nine dollars. For something that's going to be open, go, oh, the $20 bill will be pulled out of it. and It'll be tossed into the, into the garbage. Have printing costs and paper costs gone that high that quickly? Or, or is it simply, hey, you know what? We're pretty much the only game in town. There's a lower price option further down the aisle. 
Uh, you got to pay nine bucks for the privilege of saying, I'm sorry, get well soon, you know, happy birthday. God, I hate that. If this is just another glimpse of, I'm sorry, it's corporate greed and it really, it turn, turns me off. They should be sending me a card that says, really sorry for making you sick. You know, to me, the card is not the racket. I was doing my taxes and it's the freaking forever stamps that actually pissed me off because I realized there's no <laughs> price on it and I don't know the price to put it in a manila envelope. What's, how many do you do? So I ended up buying a whole book and I just plastered all of them all over these envelopes. That's the racket now. So $9 for the darn card. And then on top of it, you're putting what, four, five, two, I don't know how many different stamps on there. So, they're they're, so, they're so, in this thing together, and what 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 I do is I and I know you're not supposed to do this. I'll I'll put you know if it's like a birthday gift for a niece or a nephew or something, I'll throw a little cash in there, and then I almost always get the 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 retort of not you're not supposed to send money. It's like gee, nobody uses cash anymore. Like old wow. man, I'm like oh well, yeah. thanks, give it back then. Well, I, I do like, I feel like I can't contribute to this because I actually really love going to the post office and I don't have a screed on this, but I feel like it's tailgating with guys pissed off about the postal service. Um, um, this is, we're off to a, we're off to a great start, fellas. This is really strong. Everyone's going to be dying for this show. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, by the way, by the way, Ken, uh, believe yes, it or not, another reason to love Trader Joe's, buy your cards at Trader Joe's. They're $1.99. Oh my. Okay. Since you brought it up last summer, I'm at Trader Joe's and I'm, I have to buy avocados and there's another woman staying next to the avocados and I've never bought avocados before because I'm not an avocado eater. So I kind of picked them up and I started squeezing it. I mean, I said, can you, you know, tell me wh which one of these sh should I buy? Like, what's a good one? And she goes, well, that's a good one. I picked it up and started squeezing it in front of her. And I said, you know, how long do these stay fresh? And she threw everything down and stomped off because she thought I was trying to pick her up at the avocado stand. <laughs> That's why I shouldn't grocery shop. You know, Lakon, last, last season we had Ken complaining about the state of work and where were people going to be getting it on in a broom closet, I think he said. And and now we're learned that he's he's being accused of uh trying to pick up people at the Trader Joe's. Um I think well, I think trolling the produce aisle. Sort of, uh, this is some what's that? While squeezing I was just, just trolling the produce aisle. i you know it could be it could be effective. All right, let's switch over. <laughs> Lacon, aside from forever stamps, what's got your attention? So, you know, it's all AI, right? Um, the two things. One, there's this company called UIZARD, UIZARD.io. And what I love about it is it's democratizing the ability to build applications. So at least the UI side of building an application. So for the first time, um, and they have some competitors, but you basically you go to, to this site and you say, okay, I want to build a clone of Facebook and you type it in as a prompt and it literally will create the boilerplate application for you. Here are all the screens you need. Here's your login screen. Here's what it would look like. And then you say, well, I kind of want Facebook meets Pinterest and you tweak it and then it redesigns it in front of you. And so in this sort of general theme around sort of democratizing intelligence and work, UIZARD is, is leading in terms of UI development. And then the one that's really interesting to me is this company called AIHits.co. It literally just came out. But what they're doing is they're just an aggregator of the big trend. 
which is essentially cloning people's voices and then releasing songs. So you've seen the Drake one went out the other day um, and it's all these collaborations between people. So for the first time, you know, think about the catalog of like Biggie Smalls and Tupac doing a, a you know, a collaboration from, from the grave. And these things are amazing already. So imagine five years from now, what we will be able to see. And so if you go to you, uh, AIHits.co, you can literally start to watch all the ones. It's basically the charts for all the AI collaborations that are happening. It's a brave new oh world. It's exciting. It's fun. I love it. Wow. Um, I think we're probably just going to need a, a music show on that one because like, you know, uh, I mean, there's so many places you could go with some really bizarre juxtapositions as well. I'm waiting for the Elmer Fudd collaboration with Lady Gaga. That would be a, that would be a pretty strong one. Um, all right. Well, well, for me, fellas, it was, it was a bit of sad news, uh, uh -huh that there was there was a there was a character actor and just sort of a just a character that we lost a week ago and that was the australian comic by the name of barry humphreys better known as dame edna and if you guys remember dame edna sure. the last 20 years or so 30 years if you lived over in somewhere in the british commonwealth you saw her quite a bit. It was just a marvelous character. Um, the, the Brits used to call it female impersonator. I think today it'd be just viewed as drag. But just this very funny, straight performer dressing up as this outrageous woman and just having a great time. It was sad to see Dame Edna died. I so loved the, the hilarity of it. It was great. But then you just look at this little Susan, this little extra, Susan. this little, I know, this, this. Wow. Special thing, just and so from beyond the grave, beyond the grave, Dame Edna had one last joke, and it was an obituary uh, that she was able to get produced, and uh, it was pushed out in the Daily Telegraph, and I'm going to read it right now. Barry Humphreys was an unknown aspiring actor and would-be comedian when I first met him in the early 1950s. It is true that he put me on stage for the first time in December 1955, but it was in order to belittle me and get a cheap laugh at my expense and ridicule the great Australian way of life. How the tables were turned. I became the star and he merely a footnote to my spectacular career. His tragedy was his desire to be an artist. And we know what happens when failed artists, Hitler, for example, they either become interior decorators or mass murderers. Barry was spared this fate. He became rich due to my efforts and signed me up to a contract that bound me for life. He had a lovely family and my heart goes out to them as well as to his unfortunate wives and numerous stage struck research assistants. If these words seem uncharitable in the context of an obituary, I am fortunate that the Daily Telegraph, unsurprisingly, was eager to publish them. Folks, that, there. <laughs> that, is, that is going out just in your character, staying on brand. We should all be so lucky. I'll be wow. so lucky. So nailing the landing. Um, wrapping up the show, this is just the teaser show, folks. We are coming back with full episodes, a wide array of people. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody, for the help in getting this show up live and out there. Kate Hickson of Hickson Design. 
Devin Davis, uh, the musician out of Chicago whose music is playing in the background. We want to thank all of you. Find us on the socials. We are back. We're going to send an email out to a bunch of the folks who have uh, asked us for uh, to keep them abreast of things. Expect to see that soon. And that's it for me. I'm Martin Flaherty. That's Ken Schmidt, Lakon Basho as well. We will see you all in a week. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.